Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This week, I have a treat for you. As part of my Sales Done Right series, I have my friend Julie Fry here. One of the great things about what Julie does is she recognizes one of the important steps of sales, and it is to get out there and get in front of the people that you have an offering for. They have a want or a need that your product or service is an answer for. So Julie's business is your guest expert, and she helps people either build the process of getting on as a podcast guest themselves, or if they have no interest in doing that, she has an offering where she will actually do it for you and get you booked on podcast as a guest. Either way, Julie recognizes the value in getting yourself, your true authentic self, out in front of the people that you want to hear and see your message. So Julie has lots of information to share with us and tidbits, wisdom. I know you're going to love it. Well, Julie Fry, thank you so much for joining me and agreeing to be a guest on part of my series on Sales Done Right. Uh, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us about what you do and who you do it for. Thank you so much for the invitation to come on your show. I'm really excited. So uh, my name is Julie Fry, and I own a podcast guest booking agency called Your Expert Guest, and we help thought leaders get visible as a guest on podcasts and uh, get visibility for their business without spending hours on social media. Oh, that, that is great. So that is part of what I love about what you do. Because sales does not come naturally to everyone. It is not, even though somebody has to be doing it in your business. I mm-hmm. mean, um, it, business is selling something to somebody, but it's not always the the thought leader of the business that wants to do that. And you really help them in that. And I love that you do that because you are a natural connector. I am. I am. (laughs) Uh, After I sold my last business, which is, I think, how you and I met at a conference, um, I was uh, ran a networking organization for women balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship. And so part of what I did every day in that business was make connections between people. And so when I sold that, I was thinking, what, what can I do that incorporates my natural ability to connect people? And I was walking my dog and listening to a podcast. And I had a light bulb moment of, I should start a a company that books guests on podcasts. (laughs) And that was really how that came about because I love that puzzle piece of thinking about who does this person need to know and how can they mutually benefit each other. So um, running this business enables me to do that. And it's really rewarding to hear when, in fact, two of my clients, one of who has a podcast, I introduce them and they live about seven miles away from each other and they become really, really good friends. So that always just warms my heart when that happens. Yeah, that that is awesome. So tell me about how did you see the need? I mean, what 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 about what you do now mm-hmm. was a 
was a red flag for you that somebody needed to be doing this? Yeah. So um, I sold my other business uh, that finalized in January of 2020. And so when I was taking some time to think about what I wanted to do next, uh, I remember one morning, it was late February 2020. So it was about uh, two years ago. And the pandemic, like we were starting to hear reports. I think this was after we, I live in Seattle. And so we were where, you know, patient zero was. And um, I remember thinking like, gosh, I'm worried about a lot of my friends who own small businesses that speak for visibility and for lead generation um, and recognizing that live events were getting canceled and people were really freaked out. I mean, remember what that felt like two years ago? It was very uncertain times. And so I thought, gosh, I wonder, you know, people who speak, you know, they're also usually great podcast guests. And I've been a longtime podcast listener really since the medium started. And I thought, gosh, I wonder about if I could help them get on podcasts as guests. So that was really where the need for this came from was the pandemic and utilizing an already existing visibility platform to help friends of mine. So that was really where that came from. Oh, that's really good because um, I know myself, even before I had a podcast and I have been guest on several podcasts, it's very overwhelming. I saw a poll that you had actually put up on LinkedIn, mm. I think maybe this week, and you were mm-hmm. asking about, mm-hmm. you know, what what your struggle with it, or I don't know how you phrased it, you phrase it better than I just did, but. What um, holds you back from pitching yourself as a podcast guest? Yeah, very good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, um, and one of your answers was, you know, just the, you know, not knowing what show to, mm-hmm. to pitch yourself to or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And it is, there are so many and you, and it is hard to be sometimes a podcast guest. You don't, especially if it's unknown, you don't know what to expect. And I think just having the help there for people who, would make a great guest and there's plenty of shows that would love to have them. Um, if you have a business, it's just too, it's too overwhelming to figure out where the right ones are sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That is one of the ways that we help our clients. Uh, there's two ways that we work with people. One is as a done for you service. So essentially we take all of the pieces away from the expert so that they can do their work the rest of the time and share their genius and then just show up for the podcast interview completely prepared. And then the other option is teaching people how to either do it themselves or the team member of theirs to do it for them. So we kind of handle both sides of that, but it is, it is a time consuming and can be overwhelming process. Yeah, and so you are doing actually some sales training in that if it is the mm-hmm. um, the service where they're you're training mm-hmm. them and showing them what to do, and it mm-hmm. is it, it, there's cer- certain things you need to know how to point out about what you can say and mm-hmm. how well you can do it, and all mm-hmm. that. It's hard um, sometimes putting yourself out there. It is. So we find, and so it's interesting that you brought up that poll because I just looked at the results. And um, there were three choices of what holds people back from pitching themselves. So one was finding the right shows, one was time, and then the other one was not feeling expert enough. So um, there, and I actually just did a training earlier today to, for a group of executive coaches on podcast guesting and several of them 
express that feeling of like, oh, I'm not expert enough to go on to podcasts. And um, that is something that, you know, we try to help people understand that you are expert enough. You don't have to publish a book or you don't have to be invited to speak on stages about your topic of expertise. Um, you, if you have a business that helps clients do whatever it is, like you help people learn to sell more confidently, then you have something to share on a podcast that would be valuable to a host. Um, and so it's just a reframe of that mindset of I'm not expert enough to I am helping this host um, because I'm sharing really valuable content to their audience. Um, I'm helping them fill their guest pipeline. So it's that just a shift from being like insecure imposter syndrome to I'm being helpful. And just like that little shift can really make a difference. So much sales in there because that's, that's all about doing well in sales. You've got mm -hmm. to make that shift mm -hmm. uh, to know that what you have to offer is important and people um, will value it and they need to hear about it. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that, yeah. that's really important. So out of those three things, what, what do you find is the biggest challenge for people? Well, for the people, at least that responded to that poll, it was time. <laughs> okay. Um, but the, the second runner up was the mindset piece of that. I'm not expert enough. Oh, wow. They, yeah. they didn't even choose the one that I did, which is, nice. I know, which I was kind of surprised by too. I mean, they did, it was just number that was the third choice. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's really interesting because I actually listened to a podcast yesterday and I, I'm a podcast junkie. I love mm -hmm. them. I love information, mm -hmm, but I, I listened to one yesterday that I absolutely loved and it was about home-based business. But the part that I loved about it is this lady shared her love story. In the mm. last 10 minutes of the podcast, she shares her love story. So everybody's had a love story. So everybody mm -hmm. has something they could share, I guess, is mm -hmm. my point to that. Mm -hmm. But and podcasts are so wonderful. Like I listened to that. I loved it. I sent it to other people. You got to listen to this. Mm -hmm. I, I think it is, you know, of course, the, the first podcast that I was a, a guest on, I was very nervous. I felt all those things, mm -hmm. um, just like you're saying. And even though I had listened to all those yeah. podcasts and I, you know, I knew that there was varied amounts of expertise among them, but that I found value in all of them. I mm -hmm. love, I love any, if it's a podcast that you enjoy, anybody they have as a guest, usually you're going to enjoy because they pull things out yeah. that is relevant to why you listen. Exactly. Exactly. I'm the same as you. And I have my podcasts mm -hmm. I listen to fairly regularly. And then I bounce around and explore new ones that, you know, I get really into for a while. And, you know, right now I'm really into a lot of like political and current event podcasts just because there's so much going on in the world and I want to stay up to speed. But I always come back to the interviews and it's usually like a business coach or a coach of some type that I follow and really enjoy. And I just love hearing their interviews with their guests because you get to hear their stories of, you know, why they do what they do and how they got into it. And um, I just think it's fascinating. I love hearing people's backstories. Like that's one of my favorite things about this being in this business is usually most of us, this is a second or sometimes even third career for for people. And it's just fun to kind of hear what they did before and what they do now. Yeah. Wow. That, that is really good. 
So do you have a favorite story that you'd love to share with us as someone that you've been able to, to encourage them to get on podcast and it turned out well for them? Oh, gosh. Um, so most of our clients uh, hire us to get them on podcasts. So they know that it's a good strategy for them. And there's lots of stories of, of success and collaborations and other opportunities that have come out about that. But then there's also um, people that I have taught how to, you know, be a guest on podcasts, how to find the right shows, you know, how to, what to do after the show. And one person comes to mind that she is just a absorber, like she learns and she implements and she does all the things. So she like I see her on social media and she is just showing up and doing all sorts of podcasts. And I see her getting invited to speak at events because of all the visibility that she's doing. So it's been really fun to watch that and see how that's, you know, a snowball effect for her. Yeah, and, before, and prior to that, I don't think she had done any podcasts. Ah, that has to be so rewarding. Yes, it is. It is really rewarding. Very good. So I, you have actually brought me guests before uh, and I have enjoyed that so much. So I really uh, appreciate what you do and I love to hear your stories. Um, is there anything else you want to share with us about maybe your backstory and why you find this even more rewarding now? Yeah. Um, well, as I mentioned, I got into this because I wanted to utilize my skill in connecting people. And then um, I love podcasts. So it was like, oh my gosh, getting to incorporate my two favorite things and what I do for work. How awesome is that? Um, and so had the agency for a couple of years now. And yeah, I just, I learned something every day and probably the most powerful thing that I have learned about the power of podcast guesting is the importance of using stories in your interviews, um, whether it's personal stories about yourself and what got you to where you are or telling stories of transformation that your clients are seeing. Um, podcast interviews are an opportunity to plant seeds. And again, you know this from sales that you're not going to just start, like, I'm not just going to come on your podcast and start talking about why people should work with my agency because people would need to get to know me and understand why it might be a good benefit and service for them. So planting seeds is really important to do in your podcast interviews because it sets the framework for people to start thinking like, oh, gosh, this is something I could do for my business. And oh, it's not overwhelming and scary. And, you know, I am expert enough to do this. And there are people that can either teach me how to do it or I could hire to do it for me. So um, that's something that I just am very passionate about is the power of storytelling in your podcast interviews. So whether it's your own personal journey or whether you're sharing stories about your clients, just to make sure that you incorporate that into your interviews. Ah, that's very good. That's like me sharing that she she told us her love story. Exactly. And how much I enjoyed it. How much it. that resonated. Yeah. And I connected with her because mm -hmm. the way she told the story, then that made me share it with other people because mm -hmm. of the way she shared the story. Uh, and and really, that is how it is in sales. Mm -hmm. um, and anytime you get the opportunity to just show who you are and what's important to you, 
you will be able to you'll be able to sell because that's really what's important is you are introducing yourself and there is a reason that your product or your service is important to you. And as mm-hmm. you tell your story, usually it comes out. Totally, and, totally. It's and, funny that you mentioned that. So we have a client whose company is about helping uh, organizations use the power of storytelling, whether it's from an employee engagement standpoint or whether it's to help train their sales team. So yeah, I'm, people forget that sales is a lot about storytelling for sure. Some of the is. best salespeople are great storytellers. Yeah, because they keep you like engaged and leaning in. Mm-hmm. You're, what are they going to say next? What's the next thing that's happening here? So, it's a uh, it's a big part of sales for sure. Yeah, and I think it happened to me accidentally because I'm from the south and we naturally tell stories mm-hmm. um, because that is our conversation. You know, let me tell you what happened to me today. Yeah, yeah. Or um, what happened last week. And so for me, when I started in sales, I always feel like I was just going out to visit people. I was actually, that's how I say it. I couldn't believe that they were going to pay me to visit people. That's what it felt like. I mean, I was just going, talking to them, and that was sharing my story. I was also in the city, um, normally from a rural area, so I had a lot of stories to tell. I bet. And <laughs> um, I talked a little different, so uh, it was kind of hard to yell at me because I already didn't say my words just like they did. <laughs> so. Um, so storytelling is important and uh, I think everybody loves to tell their story everybody Mm -hmm. loves to tell if given the opportunity everybody loves that but I don't I don't think we all realize how important our story is and just you know what seems like everybody's going through it or everybody's faced that but when we get the opportunity to share it it will connect us to people and it's not always the story but how it connected us. That's important. How it connected us. Yes. I mean, when you think about, you know, history and that's how we learn, we learn through stories and back before there was radio or TV or now internet, um, you know, and video and all of that, people told stories like after dinner, you sat around and told stories. And um, it's a big part of our culture that hopefully won't get lost along the way as we get more influenced by tech and um, the metaverse and all of the other things. Uh, There's a lot of things that I hope don't get lost in that. And Mm -hmm. storytelling is definitely one of them. Um, I actually um, saw a comedy show that was actually storytelling a couple of weeks ago and it, it was around Valentine's Day. So it was a love story. And it was wonderful. It had some humor and um, it it was wonderful. So I do think it is something we all need to be a little more anxious to do is to share Mm -hmm. our story. Mm -hmm. And so they need to reach out to you so they can share their story more. Maybe you can, um, you know, either you can get them connected or teach them how to get connected so they have the opportunity. Yep, absolutely. So anything else that would you want to share with my audience? Well, I would just encourage anyone who is listening that has either not been a guest on podcast because they think they're not ready or that they're not expert enough to really consider, especially if you've received an invite. I, somebody I was talking to recently said, oh yeah, I was invited to be on a podcast, but I just don't feel like I you know, know what I'm talking about enough or and like she was invited to talk about her area of expertise, which I think was, you know, online advertising or Facebook ads. 
And um, I'm like, even, even when we think that, oh, I don't know, they have something to share there. You're probably so much further along than you think most people are. So like what seems really basic and that everybody knows it to you, not everybody knows it. And I have to remind myself this sometimes that, um, you know, sometimes I'll be talking about podcast guesting and like on this training I just did earlier today, some of the questions that I got, I was surprised because they were very, very basic to me, but they weren't, you know, I mean, it's no question is a dumb question, right? It's, uh, everybody's level of knowledge is different in certain areas. So for people that are listening and um, have been hesitant to go on podcasts, I would suggest that you absolutely do because you can get in front of new audiences. It increases uh, your ability to um, build your professional network. So like, for instance, in this interview, we're getting to know each other a little bit better. And then, you know, now we're each part of each other's professional network. And if I know somebody that needs help with sales and sales training, like I'll refer them to you. And that if you knew somebody that wanted to get on podcasts, hopefully you'd refer them to me. So it's, it's that um, your net worth is your network. And so it is a great way to build your professional community for sure. Oh, that's very good. So I think um, for me, I think you told us a good reminder that sometimes it's just sharing our story. We don't have to put too much thought or overthink it. I think that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if somebody has invited you, um, they they see something in you. Um, but there's there's lots of people who don't even know that you're out there and what what your story is. Really, the way I look at it, if you are a guest on a podcast, uh, it's just an opportunity to share, to visit, mm-hmm. and it is a, a great way to, like you said, increase your own network, but it gives other people ideas and uh, encouragement, and mm-hmm. it inspires mm-hmm. them, so in any time that we can do that, I think it is great, and um, uh, it's wonderful that you're helping people do that. Now, tell me if it is the done-for-you service. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's if that's how you phrased mm-hmm. it, but would you help them prepare or tell them yeah. what they'd need to do? So if they are a little nervous about it, do you help them with that? Yes, yes, we do. So I have one client in particular who she's a established speaker and, um, you know, a real awesome, awesome woman, but she still gets nervous before every podcast interview. And so um, we talk through some strategies to help her not be nervous and just remind her about the, the value of the information that she has to share. And that it's just a conversation. You know, when you show up to the interview, it's you and one other person just having a chat. Um, but yes, we do. We incorporate a um, guest preparation before every interview. They get about a week before where we give them a background on the podcast, uh, a refresher on what they're going to be talking about, uh, some of the questions that the host may ask them. Sometimes hosts have very specific questions that they ask guests, so we make sure that those are incorporated into the guest prep document, um, a link to listen to an episode of the show before they go on. So we do our best to ensure that our guests are as prepared as possible. And we meet with them monthly too, to talk through any, you know, mental stuff that comes up. Definitely. Anytime that you put yourself out there, mm-hmm. you are going to have some mental stuff that comes up because yep. you, you, you know, you need that encouragement, somebody there to get you through when it is a little bit new or yep. challenging. So that that's awesome. 
I just really love what you do. I think it is really needed service as I work with a lot of people with sales. And I've seen that this is just sales. If mm-hmm. you are mm-hmm. introducing yourself and putting yourself out there, it's sales. And and I love what you do. It's very valuable. And I appreciate you coming and sharing. I just think that you're doing a great job. Thank you. I think you're doing a great job too. I'm, as you know, I'm passionate about sales. I did sales for 20 years before um, having my own business. And so I've seen good sales, great sales, and I've seen really bad sales. <laughs> so I'm a fan of what you're teaching and helping your clients with. Well, thank you so much. And I'll look forward to when this airs and you'll be part of the Sales Done Right series. Oh, fantastic. Would it be okay if I uh, just share a resource for listeners if they are curious about um, if podcast guesting is a good fit for them, they can go to yourexpertguest.com and there's a quiz right on the homepage. Oh, great. Thank you. We will also put a link to that in the show notes. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. You are wonderful to work with. I definitely think it's something they should look into if they have considered being a podcast guest. Oh, thank you so much. The pleasure to spend time with you. Hey, so there you have it. That was my interview with my friend, Julie Fry. And as I shared in the beginning, cold calling, being a podcast guest, getting out there in front of the right people with your true message is a great way to quick success. The more people that hear from you about what you do, the more success you're going to have. Have a great week. 